Hi guys, welcome to today's edition of Startup Couches. On the couch, I'm really excited to have Dominic. He's the CEO of Akidi. Welcome to the couch, Dominic. Yeah, thank you very much for having me, Lutana. Awesome to be here. Yes. So, on the couch, what we do normally is we bring amazing founders who are building great products out in the market um, to the couch. They talk about their products, they talk about the journeys that they have been on um, to bring these products to life and how much they have grown so far. Basically to in- inspire other founders who are starting their journeys or who are already in their journeys, right? So jumping right into it, what is Akidi and how does it work? Um, um, what we do at Akidi basically is building ways for creators of children's content to connect with people in their communities and monetize their content currently in text, audio and video. So the idea uh, is manifested in its current form, which is a content marketplace for children's content where creators of children's content can come and sell uh, their content in text, audio and video. So they can sell individual content, they can sell as a collection or they can create a um, channel and enable peer-to-peer subscriptions where uh, these children or their parents in this case can subscribe to their channel and have access to all the contents they create and upload to that channel for a period of time. Okay. That actually is interesting. So basically a content marketplace for children, right? Where um, yes. parents could come and, you know, find a, a, a collection of contents for their kids, select the ones they want, pay for them, and then provide these access to their children. Yes, exactly. Yeah, but creators can also upload free content. So these contents are also available for people that come on the platform. Okay, okay. That makes sense. So is there a chance, I mean, there's text in part of this, right? But is there a chance you call this, you know, YouTube for kids? I won't say it's YouTube for kids uh, because we are markedly different from the way YouTube in the way we operate and the way we share revenue. So YouTube uses ad revenue to like um, to like give creators um, uh, money. But yeah. the problem with that is that ad revenue depends on two things. It depends on your ability to be mass market and it depends on your ability to get a lot of views. For a lot of creators that come from like smaller communities, they won't be able to like get one million views on YouTube. Yeah. million views on YouTube and make like $4,000. They won't be able to get that kind of money. But what they can do is get 1,000 people from their community and convince those people to like pay $3 for a book, $5 for a book. That is what they can do. And once they do that, they are able to make the same amount of money with someone making 1 million views on YouTube. And to make 1 million views on YouTube, you probably need what? 200,000, 300,000 unique viewers or even up to 500,000 unique viewers because people view things just once and they part And So I think we're different from YouTube in that case. And the second one is is that um, like YouTube, we have aggregation for parents and diversity, but unlike YouTube, we have control. So what is available for your child to watch on a kid is only what you buy or what you approve. So once you buy or approve the content, it shows up on um, my content tab on a kid and, ch- and the child can easily like access everything there. What this does is that it gives parents like a screening time to like 
decide effectively select what their children's entertainment will look like and once their children um, they can go and do whatever else they are doing knowing quite rest assured that their children will not fire off into like unapproved content or into like a un- un- uncharted territory of like content so it gives parents diversity and control for creators it allows them to easily monetize um and instantly monetize again unlike youtube we don't have requirements for 4,000 watch hours before you can begin to monetize people can come on a kd upload their content in text audio and video and start monetizing in six hours or less so we don't put all those barriers to monetization we make monetization incredibly easy and we give um, creators majority of the revenue that comes from the content they sell instantly unlike um, youtube where you get like uh 0.00 something per view so yeah i think uh we are very very dif- uh, different in terms of the models we use but in terms of the content we have we are pretty much the same because youtube also has youtube for kids and stuff like that okay okay that's actually really really interesting i like the distinction between how you view revenue versus how a, a player like youtube views revenue i like the concentration on monetization super early for creators and not being dependent on ads or not being dependent on some you know um deliverables or kpis like one 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 million views some thousands of watch hours things like that that's really really amazing it it just means you 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 looked at the youtube model and found better more realistic ways to approach it and that's really really amazing exactly Right. So I think the next question I have is, how did you start Akidi? This is a really interesting product, you know, really niche also um, playing in the in the in the Nigerian market. And so I'm really curious, how did you start this? Oh, um, Akidi started, uh, I think, around 2018. My sister asked me to read a story for my niece. And when I went to her mini library, I discovered that most of the stories there were not African stories. They were forest stories. I had the Cinderella's. You have the Rocketed Skins. You have the Rapunzel's. And I remember asking my sister, oh, why don't you have any African stories from your niece? She was like, oh, she has not had time to go find some. And I decided to take it upon myself to go and buy some. So I remember going to Balogun and most of the stories I, I couldn't even find. Only well, I was only able to like find maybe like two children's books that were around my um, sister's age. You could get like books like Chiki and the River, but those children's books were too advanced for her level then she was just seven. So she needed like simple picture children's books that were both African. And when I tried that, I could only find two. I could only find two. Then I remember deciding, why not just write for her? So I wrote for her. She loved it. Uh, Mates in school loved it. And that was when the idea came down. Oh, we can actually write a lot of the stories and put it on a web platform where a lot of people can come together and buy the story. So that was the first iteration of Akide. And we launched in May 2020. It was a simple idea. 20 books on a website. You pay a subscription. You have access to these books. Next month, we increase the number. Next month, we increase the number. That was the idea then but around um, august we got on cnn and we started getting a lot of emails so people were saying oh we love what you did for african children can you repeat the same for cuban children can you repeat the same for uh, australian children can you repeat the same for lebanese children and i was like talking to my co-founders and we said yeah this is actually a big problem not only for like 
um, African minorities or even Africans in Africa or minority Africans in diaspora. This was a global problem. And yeah. that really led to a shift in focus from solving a problem for Africans to solving a global problem for the global minorities in the world. So when we had that conversation, we did a, a very nuanced product analysis and we found out two things. That the first one was that their um, parents will always pay a premium for contents that affirms their culture and contents that affirms their identity. From a simple survey, we found this out. 78% of them say that they will pay a premium if this content affirms their identity, that is culture or ethnicity, or it affirms their religion. So we found out that this was really, really key. The second thing we found out is that uh, minority communities all around the world are scattered in fragmented diaspora communities. Take for example, Nigeria now. There are 200 million Nigerians in Nigeria, quite all right. But there are 15, over 15 million Nigerians outside Nigeria. But these Nigerians outside Nigeria are minorities in every country they are in. So yeah. minority Nigerian community in the USA, minority Nigerian community in the UK. So these individual fragmented communities, if you aggregate them, you have 15 million or more Nigerians that have the spending power of not the people living in Nigeria, but the people living outside Nigeria. It's the same thing with the Lebanese community in our analysis. Over 20 million Lebanese people live outside Lebanon and just 5 million Lebanese people live in Lebanon. If you build products for those communities, aggregating those minority communities in Lebanon, in UK, in Nigeria, in England, in the United States, aggregating those Lebanese communities and building um, products around something that they share, that's their culture, their identity, they will always pay a premium for this. So what we came up with with the co-founders was we are going to find all these diaspora communities. We are going to aggregate them. And we are going to see we are creating children's content for all these kinds of communities, especially because those are the places where it's in high demand. These fragmented diaspora communities where they are lost in the in uh, where they are lost in the well pool of the majority and they are desperately looking for something to remind their children and themselves that they come from somewhere and that they mean something so we're like we're going to build the product for these fragmented communities we are going to get creators to create for these people and once they create for these people the next thing we're going to do is that we're going to aggregate this um, diaspora minority communities into a big market for these creators and that is exactly what we are trying to achieve with um the mobile apps that launched uh, on monday the ability to like aggregate this that uh, these minority diaspora communities into huge market segments when you aggregate all of these minority communities with we see this playing not only in nigerians and lebanese people in indians in diaspora there are hundreds of millions of them in diaspora and they have a strong cultural affinity same thing with um let's say Samoan people the same thing with let's say Cuban people. So once we finish this aggregation, we connect these creators to these people to create for their communities. So it will make it like extremely easy for you to like find culturally relevant children's stories for yourself that affirms yourself. So once we are able to do this, that's um, exactly what Akili is about, connecting people in these communities together and finding ways for these creators to monetize their content, whether it's in text, it's in audio, or it's in video. We've also come up with other ways these creators can monetize their content long ahead in our product roadmap, but this is what we are launching with currently. Okay, okay. That's, this is actually pretty straightforward. I like um, the market you are looking to sell to. I think that's a very, very interesting market. Um, the market that has, you know, really sensible, disposable income. Um, and market that, you know, 
has the most need for you know content that is local that is exactly. relatable that is you know back to the roots especially as they are not located around right this is exactly. really really interesting this is really really interesting um and so i think my next question for you would be you know how far have you has has akidi um existed how long has akidi existed and looking back at day one how would you say akidi has grown today i think we've grown uh, the first thing i'll say in growth is that um we shifted our focus from solving an african problem to solving a global problem and i think that that is really important the second thing i'll say in line of growth is that like we've grown from like a web app in 2020 to having both mobile apps deployed on the app store now so we've also grown from like having like um, just um, three co-founders working together around 2020 to having um three plus or six plus employees currently working on the product now so i think yeah that growth has been there but i think the biggest aspect of our growth was the recharacterization of our view of what the problem is and who our ideal customer is and once we've been able to like get that very very clear it defined our vision of what we want to build and how we want to build these things so i think yeah that's like where the most important growth has been yeah yeah that makes sense that that really really makes sense um and so how have you been running akidi so far um i i want to take a guess that akidi has been a product that has been bootstrapped and has been profitable almost from day one day two or I, I, have you been doing the vc route bootstrapped yes bootstrapped yes um before we were able to raise any funding the founders had to like um, raise most of the money we need to spend and uh, most of the things we do so between me and Fanan and Tolu we raised most of the money we needed to do most of the things we did but yeah we got some funding earlier in the year uh, from a venture capital in Germany on capital okay. then we also got from a local um, group of um, angel investors tribe africa syndicate so um from between those two we just got a sizable amount of money to like complete the product development have uh, permanent staff working on um, very crucial departments and launch the products well yeah it's been mostly bootstraps but we'll have a little bit of help from uh, a vc in germany and some angels in nigeria okay that makes sense that makes sense that makes sense um so um, the next question I have for you is what would you say are your two major challenges today that you face you know um, on a day-to-day basis when you know as you build Akidi into um, the product you want it to be today I think um, the major challenge uh, it's going to be uh, first of all I think funding is a challenge because while we are comfortable where we are now we have a lot to ex- we have enough to execute the product we don't have enough to like scale the product as fast as we want to so we are trying to like raise a seed round to um, cover for that um, the second challenge it's going to be people is going to be like hiring like what we do is really really niche and nuanced so uh, it's not a lot of people that are going to be able to like get the vision so we need to be able to get the people that will with that vision from day one so i think um that will be the second challenge the third one obviously operating from nigeria will have its limitations with respect to the partnerships you can enter and the 
uh, relationships you can build but yeah that also exists okay okay i see um um makes sense i i i believe you're also just working on um you know um solving for these challenges as they come and head on um and like working around it basically mm-hmm. you know i i like to know um what lesson you've learned so far um you know building this great product that you would like to pass to founder pass on to founder today i think the first one will be about capital efficiency so when we started we took on a lot more burden than we should have taken on uh, we said okay we'll develop the content and we'll develop the distribution Yes, you can do that when you're Netflix and you're a multi-billion dollar company, but when you're starting, it's actually very important you niche and you focus early. The reason for that is that it's going to make your capital grow much um, further than you are going to go. So if we were trying to solve both content and distribution when we started. As a result, we had to divide the little capital we did not have between content and distribution. And as a result, we couldn't go far in either content or distribution, and that cost us a year. So, um if i was going to give founders an advice it would be to focus early and leave out this distraction so right now we're focusing on distribution even though we still create our own content but right now we're focusing on distribution because we're a lot more comfortable than we were uh, but before we were doing both contents and distribution so that lack of focus really cost us some money because if we had invested all the money we did for both content or distribution into one other content or distribution i'm pretty much sure would have gone a lot further than we did but we didn't do that early enough but we've learned our lessons here and i wouldn't want um, other founders to make that the mistake if your vision is wide find the problem you can address now and start with it focus and hyper focus on that problem especially if you're bootstrapping if you raise funding pre-products then you are lucky then you can do more than one thing at once but if you don't have that kind of funding and you are bootstrapping you should hyper focus on one thing and get it right that's what our founders and that was a mistake we made okay thank you so much for this this has really really been interesting um on this note i'd like to say thank you you know dominic for coming on the couch today this has been a very very um insightful conversation what do you think <laughs> thank you very much i think it's actually very nice talking about what we do and i would love to do this some other time again okay and for everyone listening you know um you have kids you should check out akidi.com dot com dot ng dot com works too right? we own the oh akidi.com great yeah. it's a k i d d i e dot com yeah. you know you would get really amazing content local content content you could relate to religion and culture and especially if you're black right check out akidi.com today and you really really be impressed by just the content um that you see on the platform and how you know it has a very very easy to use interface for you for your kids so you know check them out today and for everyone else listening um make sure to subscribe make sure to share this episode with your friends you already know every single week we bring you amazing people like dominic to share their products journeys and so until next time see ya <laughs>